Welcome to the Present and Sober podcast with your hosts, Sam Goldfinch and Ellie Crow. If you want to make your life bigger, not smaller, then this is the podcast for you. If you can sense that you're destined for more and you're curious about how drinking could be holding you back, listen in and come on this journey with us. Through the interplay of mind and body practices, we will help you elevate your daily life and discover the wonder and potential of going alcohol free. Let's make life bigger together. Oh, we've got a really good one today. I think this is something that almost all of us, I mean, it was so good for me to go over this again and remind myself of some of these insights because, um, yeah, it's really powerful to know that even if there are people in our lives that are being dicks, that someone, if, if someone's trolling us in a Facebook group or whatever it might be, or if there's someone in who's very reactive and kind of likes to tell us um, what they, who we are or something like that in life, then there's so many amazing opportunities here for us to see. And, and often when people are being an ass, it, what it brings up in us is, is something to be really grateful for. And look, it's a big topic and it's something that we talk a lot about in coaching and in our programs because ultimately this is how we move from feeling like a victim to really feeling empowered so that we can go out there and create our life in spite of any circumstances. And so, uh, yeah, really cool conversation today that I can't wait to put out there into the world. And uh, yeah, all right, team. Just like last week, I'd love to make a, like a, go on, go leave us a review statement. It would be so amazing. It's so great to read them. And um, thank you so much for, for all of the reviews and the lovely kind words that you've, that you've left and the things you say in the podcast group. But if you've got a minute today, if it's on Apple or Google or Spotify, wherever you listen from, if you could leave us a review, we'd, uh, we'd be eternally grateful. And as I say, it's, it's the greatest and, uh, way for us to get the word out, people to find out about us. So much love. See you soon, team. Hey team, it's another one of them podcasts you like with me and Ellie and I've, I've been set free, I've been let out of my box, I'm allowed to uh, do the intro so here we are, I've been allowed to do some podcasts on my own as well, can't believe that Ellie's let me do that but here we are, ah oh, the freedom, the freedom this, of doing This is why intro. you're not allowed to do intros. I was just sitting here and enjoying this moment, it's, it's so nice. Um, anyway, today we're going to talk about <gasps> no, something. No, no. Oh, what's going on? Let me pause it. What's she up to? <laughs> what's she doing? She was about to go on the blue chair. She's not allowed on the blue chair. Oh goodness! I thought I thought it was more serious than that. No, she. First, um... Hang on a minute. So the first time I get to do an intro, and then you decide to bring animals in, so that oh, for, this is this is shocking. Right today, we're going to talk about something. I'm going to try again. We're going to talk about something that I think is really important. It's basically what to do with. People in groups are in our life that are either being an asshole or trolling or, you know, when you sort of go into Facebook groups or communities and stuff like that and people just say things because they want to get a reaction or perhaps there's people in your life who are who who you kind of see in that way as well. And often we can end up kind of innocently in feeling a victim of that stuff and it can bring up stuff and we can be reactive and we can do things that we don't want to do or we can feel kind of singled out. Um, and disempowered and we just wanted to make a little podcast that will help us to flip that so that we feel empowered and so that we see these as moments to learn from that we can grow from and uh yeah turn turn it into a teaching moment or a learning moment something where we can move on and and grow and evolve from that stuff how do i do ellie was that all right as an intro it's pretty good as yeah, far as intros go it's pretty good Fucking Even with the it. distraction of um, 
Lola was um, getting all caught up in the curtains to start with. All the lights getting shone in from the sun. And she the tried way, to get on the blue the chair. Way, the way that you went, no, no, I thought there was going to be like a dog humping something in the background. But then I thought, no, Lola's not. Oh, that would, that would be, be getting perfectly up to that. acceptable. <laughs> oh, no, well, they do. Girls yeah. do hump stuff. Yeah. Is it? Yep. I think this is this is a whole world. I don't have a dog, so I don't know about these things. Yeah. Well, what one day our lives are going to be flipped, aren't they? And it's going to be really interesting because It'll you'll be me have lots of dog beings <laughs> running around. Yeah, and I'll be like, ah, oh, past all of that now, just me. I don't know. I don't know if that'll be happening. Oh, good lord! We'll have to. We'll have to wait and see. Come on, then. Let's. Am I? Am I carrying on? I'm trying to remember why you left off. Oh, learning moment. Yeah. yeah. No, this is the thing. This is the thing, right? Because these sorts of moments, when you encounter a twat in your life, <laughs> um, it, it, it can um, be enormously frustrating. It can, you can become activated like that. It can be all consuming. It can take over your day. It feels highly personal and you know, I've had moments like this in my life where I've then been so caught up in the exchange or the thing that it's mm. it's just like sucked all of the energy and the life out of me. So this is a really important subject because we can't control how other people show up and how other people see the world. And you mentioned trolls. Like, you know, there are a bunch of people out there that are just – trying to provoke other people for whatever reason. Uh, and it, it's not personal, but it feels highly personal when you're on the receiving end of it. Mm. So it's it's going to happen. It's going to come up. And to be sort of forearmed and to, to have thought about the kinds of things that we're going to talk about in this episode is going to leave it open to you as a choice where you can either decide to be in victim mode and and sometimes that you know that might be quite appropriate and it might feel uh, justified to spend a spend a little bit of time there we are human um well, human beings spiritual beings in human bodies after all so we that you know, there are moments where we're going to get lost for a bit but the other choice is the one that you were pointed towards which is to use it for as a means for growth which is wildly different and offers up so much in that moment and beyond. Yeah, I mean, there's where wherever we happen to be, there's you know, there's the. I don't know if anyone's ever seen the drama triangle. It's really powerful. But wherever we happen to be, kind of in victim mode, persecutor mode, or rescuing mode, which is often something that we all have the capability to be in. In a funny way, all of those things actually are we're being a victim in some way because we're, we're not in response. We're not responding. We're, 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 we're coming from our programming. So we may be in the pattern of trying to rescue people in our close relationships, but then we might also be in the pattern of feeling like a victim when we're at work, or we might be in the pattern when we're, where we make other people wrong or persecute in yeah. other areas of life. And it will, and we'll go into different places. Now, the thing is, wherever you happen to be in that, um, you're not empowered. You're not, you're you're reacting you're not responding to stuff you're not there are options on the menu that you don't have access to because you're 
yeah, you're coming from your programming. So to me, a lot of this is just about noticing. It's not that you're doing it wrong or like, oh God, like I, now Sam and Ellie are telling me I'm being a victim. And no, it's it's just noticing when you fall into that. So I'll give you an example from my life. In my personal relationships, I've always, I've for the longest time, I was always in rescue mode. It's codependent, trying to make the other person okay so that I could be okay. But when I was at work, I would never, I never felt like a victim at work. Um, but at times, like I've been able to persecute, I've been like, oh, well, my time at work is rubbish because he's being a dickhead or, or that's happening or this is happening. For other people, it's totally different. For other people, they might feel like a complete victim at work. They might be the, may play the persecutor. So it kind of changes all the time. And, and it's, uh, it's just something to be aware of and something to know because outside of all of those roles for all of us is, um, is choice and is is empowerment and is a really different way of being and often when someone is kind of out for blood or if they're trying to bait people or if they're trying to get a reaction from other people what it brings out in us is our stuff because we're not feeling if you think about it right if you took a hundred people and put them in front of someone who's being abusive you get a whole bunch of different reactions. One person will just like walk past that person. Some person will feel, feel compassion because they're like, oh, this, this guy must be in pain if he's trying to treat people like this. Someone else will start a fight with them, literally get super angry and end up in a, in a punch up. Somebody else speaks French. They don't understand the language the guy's talking. So they're like, who's that madman doing a weird mm. dance on the street kind of thing. So at the deepest level, what we're experiencing is our special effects department. So what's coming up in us is stuff. For, it's something to be really happy about. Um, and I think I my first ever post that I put out on TikTok, I think the first comment I got was from a guy that said, I'd rather be dead than be this man, I think it said. <laughs> and I was like, I had this, I read it and my special effects department threw a bunch of stuff up. And I was like, but I was just with it. I know I wasn't taught of no to just be with it. And and that's okay. And And, you know, Ellie, me and you, we get told a lot. Other people tell us uh, often what they think of us or you know, they tell us who we, who we, they think we are. Um, and sometimes there's ripples of stuff. If someone tells me that like I'm wrong or you know, I've always, I always like to be the, one of my things has been liking to be, uh, I like to be an expert in things, right? This is one of my patterns that has often played out. And so if I feel if someone's telling me that I'm not, then it can bring stuff up for me. Um, but other stuff, for example, if someone's like abusing me and calling me loads of names, I just don't really give a shit about that. It, I just find that funny, to be honest with you, most mm -hmm. of the time. But for someone else, it will be totally different. So we just want to shine a different light on this and let you know that what you're, what's coming up for you is, is a gift. It's a gift. And I don't think you really need to do anything with it other than just notice it and know it's safe to be there with it. Let the snow globe get shaken up, let it do its thing, and it will settle. And then it will look different. And I don't know about you. I don't know about you, mate, but many things that used to really flare me up or really there was a lot for them to bounce off of in me. They just flow straight. They just go straight through me. A lot of them these days. It's just like it's either very, a very small ripple or it's just it, it doesn't have the potential to mess my day up or my week up or my month up or and I and I and it looks that that's just come from being with those experiences as, as they happen and, and honoring them, yeah. and you know being grateful for them yeah absolutely being grateful for them and that as you said you know we just by nature of the work that we do you're putting yourself out there for 
public consumption, right? So we are on the receiving end. I, mean, I was trying not to laugh when you said earlier on what that person said. I was also thinking about the parasite comment. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> the, yeah, you're, um, a, you're a parasite. Yeah, that was a that was one I got once as well. And and the thing is, like all of this stuff, like on the face of it, it's just so idiotic. But it can have, like I said earlier, it, it can feel highly personal. Mm. So it's, you know, if if you are becoming activated by something, like you are reacting to something, it's not that any, anything's wrong. But these are gifts. They are welcome opportunities for all sorts of stuff. And one of the things in particular that I think of when stuff happens for you or I or one of our colleagues is like, wow you're having an impact then because if you weren't putting yourself out there and if you weren't like, you know, how many, like if we, if we had a a set of skills for positive feedback, if you want to call it that and negative feedback or trolling kind of comments, like the skills are like heavily, heavily weighted to the positive stuff. Like it's amazing the kind of things that we hear from people about how we have impacted their lives in some way but you're always going to focus on like the the one twat that says you know the most ridiculous thing well until you don't anymore so for me it's it's also a reminder and a marker for no you're you're doing this right because you're having an impact whatever that impact is and usually my My go-to is compassion and, wow, what it it must feel like to be that person where they are right now to react in that way, as opposed to how how very fucking dare you, which would have been Mm. the response of old. And that, for me, is a falling away of the need to be right all the time. So I used to carry around, and I think I've talked about it before, this value of justice. And it's, fortunately for me, it's now shifted. And it's not that I don't hold that value anymore, but it's uh, it, it manifests in a different way. What it used to be was something that was quite restrictive, like black and white, right and wrong, fair and unfair, just unjust. And if something in my mind, which is, in, it's it's all made up, is unfair or unjust. My goodness, like I, I would go to the ends of the earth to deal with the, um, the issue at, at hand. Like that time you took on 30 bikers in a great Yarmouth casino, wasn't it? What on earth are you on? Oh, that's <laughs> like that biker damn. gang. That sounds like something I might do. <laughs> it's on YouTube. <laughs> I saw it the other yeah, week. Go, go check it out. Go check it out. Me and that's why um, I'm towing the line. That's why I don't push it too too much. Because yeah. I know that you're what, just watch out. Watch out, Mister Sam. Me. Ninjutsu me yeah. in the head. Alan Partridge style with a <laughs> satchel. Um, Take that. <laughs> and you party. Twat. Oh. 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 you just remind there was an alan partridge art, art exhibition in norwich once it was brilliant i had a really good 20 minutes in there with alan did you actually meet him well no with all the pictures and stuff oh god i love alan 
absolutely love Alan. Uh, what on earth was I talking about before you? Sorry, went you, on were that t- bike you were talking against. about going to the ends of the earth. Oh yeah, and all that. yeah. So I had this need to be right at, at what cost, though, because aside from the impact that I was having outwardly, like that using energy in that kind of way is really, really corrosive. Like, you know, I I would have, if you imagine, I don't know, some kind of like online shopping disaster, something's gone wrong. Yeah, I'm thinking about You're it. imagining it. I've, I've, had, I've had a few. You know, when you've got cause to complain about something, like, my God, like it would, that would consume me. I'd be mm. like incensed, like I have to, this isn't right Seven emails, get this done now. Yeah. But like, but that yeah. had that all has a cost attached to it. And as I said, there's an outward cost, the way that you know, the, the kind of energy that you transfer to other people. So when you become a Karen and you know, somebody's on the receiving end of Karen and how that affects them and their day. Uh and then this corrosive nature internally, like that, that was not, you know, I might feel like I'm justified, right. You know, I've got my money back or I've got my compensation, whatever the thing is, but it never felt good. It never felt good because of that corrosive nature. So the, the shift for me has been from this need to be right to this need to connect in some way. And the connection, by the way, doesn't have to mean that I win that person over, but just that I, for example, can move to a place of compassion. So fairly recently, somebody somebody made some kind of um, quirky comment on uh, something that I posted, and uh, and I just I really felt for them. I really felt for them because it and it kind of stood out like a beacon, as you know, like what a. <laughs> a strange thing to say but to 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 put that out there in the way that they did that person's got to be in a certain kind of place and 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 that for me I feel a huge degree of compassion towards because it it can't be can't be nice to be stuck in that place and to be reacting in that kind of a way yeah well it it works both ways in the same way that what we're feeling when that when we read that comment that someone else has made or whatever we're not feeling the comment. We're feeling what's moving through us. We're feeling our stuff in that's mm. flaring up from it. In the same way, when we say something, that's true for other people too. So I can go into a scenario and say something that I think is completely, you know, neutral and inoffensive and <clears throat> whatever. And then you know, someone might take, you know, this English interest in the language we use, take offense, like they like they actually choose to take it rather than just feel something and if someone's if someone wants and if someone wants to be a green light to be an asshole they're going to go around looking for green lights right mm-hmm. and sometimes they're just going to collect them things and they're just going to use them as an excuse to be a to be an ass and um that's just and it's not about you it's just not about you like you know imagine you're driving along in your car in liverpool this happens a lot right there's someone behind you and they're, they're driving really fast they're up your bumper or whatever and you feel it right it's not about you. It's them. Like they're, it's their shit, all that. That's not your stuff. And I'm kind of, I like how sad, I can't remember exactly what he said, but I like what Sad Guru says about this. You know, if we, 
if we're reacting to other people all the time, we're innocently becoming their slaves. So someone comes mm. up to us in the street and says something and we react and we're in their kind of like zone of energy. Like we've, it's like we're their puppet, but actually there's no one has any power over you to be able to do that. It's insights that are going to help you to see that. But the moment you do, you're able to stand in the street. Like if someone comes up to you in the street and is being aggressive or doing something, you have other options, right? Option one might be defend yourself if you need to. Looks like a sensible option to me. Option two might be run away. Option three might be just be whirled with compassion because this person's obviously in pain. Option four, but it looks like choosing to defend yourself or to take an action based on that is very different to the same action that's reactive. Like it's not about the action. It's about the energy that's informing it behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. So we're not saying it's never, you can never say to someone, you are being a dick or no, or, you know, if you feel like, no, I do want to actually share my opinion with this person. And, and, and I believe passionately believe that what I'm sharing is full of love. And this other person is, 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 is not feeling that. And I'd like to share that. It doesn't take that option away. We're not saying become a mm. doormat. What we're saying mm. is you're actually able to respond in a way that's much more empowering where you don't have to be any of the roles that you may have played in life, um, you can step outside of those and just be life and just, yeah. Like I said, I think I said this on a call the other day, it doesn't look like any, even people like people that are very awake or someone who is deeply enlightened, it doesn't look to me like they would have um, taken any actions off the menu. It looks like they're, they'd be much more likely to use them wisely rather than, mm -hmm. You know, more skillfully, maybe is a good way of putting it. Um, yeah, so yeah, this is not about action. And, and the other point being that um, even the most enlightened beings are still going to have um, their own experience, right? It's not like people that are sat in monasteries or whatever are um, devoid of the human experience because they're going to have it just in the same way as anybody else is. Um, yeah, I mean, in the not... world, of, it doesn't look like we're going to, suddenly uh, not have thoughts or feelings it's uh just that looks like a neutral energy that that brings yeah reality to life for us and it's a beautiful thing it's just that what's the, the way that those beautiful energies play out on 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 us on the consciousness that we are they just kind of it's a different dance um yeah yeah and 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 then it makes sense you know we're going to spend a lot more time hanging out in nicer spaces because we're we're just not worried about the flutters or the emotions that might come up we know that they're safe and that that's i mean one of my ex deepest experiences of the last few years has just been that i've just let go of trying to get rid of any of my emotions or thoughts i just you know they just are and they they're transient and i know that they'll come and go i know mm. that they're safe um and because i've not worried so much about them not in like a you know, really don't care. Like in a really lovely, I'm like, it doesn't matter what comes up. The the kind of awesome byproduct of that seems to be that a lot of the uncomfortable ones, they just seem to come up less often. So for me, a pattern was trying to rid myself of anxiety. I was on that mission for nearly 20 years, addicted to anything to try and get rid of my anxiety and banish it for good. Well, actually I didn't, I didn't find liberation from all that or, or a much deeper degree of liberation from, from anxiety until I realized that, Oh, like it's anxiety is okay. Like it's, it's a, it's a thing. Like it's just an energy, a feeling it's not wrong. It's not, 
any of that. And and once I had some insights into the nature of anxiety and I re- realized that all that stuff, it it just seemed to show up less often. And it makes sense to me because if I'm if you imagine someone walking around worried that they're going to get anxious, what does that create? It's like fractal anxiety. We can get anxious about the mm-hmm. fact we might get anxious. And before we know it, we can end up in these loop, looping thought cycles. That's exactly where I've been before. Mm-hmm. Um, same was true of OCD for me. I realized that focusing in and trying to get rid of those things or those thought patterns or breakthrough thoughts or whatever they were, actually it was about doing the, just letting them be mm. kind of ignoring them in a way and just, just let, and then they just get one day I just be like, Oh, it's not there anymore. How curious. Right. But the more I focused on it, the more I breathed life into it. And I think that's true for a lot of us is that if we have a, something, a reaction come up inside of us unconsciously because someone says something on a group or says something to our face or whatever, you don't have to do anything with that other than just be with it and trust that. Cause the thing is you don't know, but it may very well be. And I'd, and I'd claim quite a lot of it is not, is something coming out of you that wants out. Mm-hmm. And if you feel fully feel it, it will have its expression and it will, and it will become liberated. So, you know, for example, I walk into a scenario and it reminds me of something from when I was a teenager that I haven't fully processed. That thing comes up in me. Well, like Michael Singer says, that it comes out very often the way it went in. Mm-hmm. So some of the yeah. things we'll feel in the moment when it happened, we'll feel them as they come out. And that's one of the reasons why I'm so happy when people tell me what they think of me or when I have a reaction or whether someone sends an email telling me this, that and the other. And I have those kinds of thoughts and feelings. I honor them and I'm really grateful because I know it's clearing me out for something else, something new. And um, there's an intelligence that's in charge of that. That's way more powerful than your intellect. It's it's life. It's life. It's just wisdom. Mm. Mm. Loved it, Mike. Loved it. Went on a had, a had a waffle there. It was a good waffle, though. Of of all of your waffles, that may well be the best waffle I've ever Fucking experienced. I, I it was a delightful waffle. It was the kind of waffle that would have maple maraschino syrup. cherries. No, no, no. Fuck that. Maraschino cherries. Cherries. Yeah, I'm having a reaction. Some you fucked it. whipped cream. What? Not not out of a tin though, is it? No, not a squirt cream. Like a some kind of, a, or even like a clotted cream, a vanilla cream. And, then, and the waffle's got to be warm, and then some kind of chocolate. So it's like um, black forest styly. Uh, Are you talking about yeah. one of them? And some what? nuts. One of those heavy waffles from from like Germany, or do you mean like a light, Ooh. or like an American battered one, or do you mean what? What do you mean? Both. What, what's the waffle like? Both. Yeah. What waffle is in one sandwich? One of each. <laughs> See, I wouldn't. I would have. What would I have? There's a place called the Waffle House where I grew up. Actually, it's quite good. They used to do this um, chocolate mousse waffle that was good. I think it's got to be bananas and maple syrup, probably for me. Here we go. Here we go. Here's the example, right? Now, I guarantee you there are waffle groups out there where people uh, get like planning how they're going to like get that person because they said that can't believe he likes fucking bananas and maple syrup. What a knob. Crumble a flake on the top of mine as well. That's the other item. What, like a 99? Oh, tell me. Not, 
You'll know this. Go on, tell me. No, go on. You're right. Well, they're what, They were called ninety nines because they used to be ninety nine p, right? They're ninety nine. No. Were they not? Is that not what it was about? No. What was it about no. then? Why, why were they called ninety nines then? Well, so you got a Mister Whippy with a flake in it for ninety nine p. When I was a kid, they were probably about fifty p, something like that. Three shillings. Maybe not even that. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, was they? Well, I'll tell you what. Me? There's there's some homework for you. Go and find out why a 99 is called a 99. What else would they call it? For any of our American friends, we're talking, I don't know what you call them, but you know, like a Mr. Whippy ice cream from the man <laughs> in the van. He just makes a Mr. Whippy for you. I don't know if they have, do they have ice cream vans in the States? Surely. Well, we they do. have a lot of road to travel. <laughs> I can know. Well, not, well, yeah. Well, they have suburbs, don't they? Did, um, did not your just parents open t- road. Yes. I mean, there is a lot more open road than there is here. But there is. Did your parents ever tell you that the the music meant that they'd run out of ice cream? No, that is a that is a brilliant <laughs> trick though. Put that in your back pocket. Whoever's listening, that's a good one, isn't it? <laughs> mummy, mummy, there's one that doesn't have the music on. Um, yeah, but the, the, but there's a chocolate flake that that you're having them, and they're called ninety nines. And I just wondered if that's because they used to be ninety nine p. I reckon that's it. I don't see how it could be anything else. Do we, we really? We've digressed. Report back. <clears throat> we have. Uh, but it was a good convo, buddy. Yeah. I like how you're just cutting it loose. It does feel like the right time, to be fair. It was because there was something else that was going to go on to, but it's kind of another, it's an entirely other subject. So good I think we another, cut this one good, loose. Good for another we, day. Um, good loose. <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, we'd love to know what you think in the group. Yeah, or well, yeah, anyway. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Carrier pigeon. It's yeah. fine as well. No, I don't I don't like animals being I'm used for that kind of I don't malarkey. actually think anyone's gonna send us a carrier pigeon, Ellie Crow. It was for comedic effect. But I'm sorry, it was a joke in bad taste. There's pigeons. You're right. They are. I don't really want like the idea of pigeons flying around carrying stuff either, to be honest, but it's less common these days, isn't it? Yeah, they're all in my garden eating the bloody bird seed off the grass. Making making waffles. Making waffles. Making birdie waffles. Right, okay, let's shout now before this gets mad. Someone else is gonna get annoyed at this and then go thinking about all day, thinking about us and our an annoying waffle waffle shop. Love you all. Say bye, Ellie Crow. 